0: What song is it you want to hear? Well, the music is your special friend. I hear music above. Gotta get, get a Hello,
1: and welcome to the Secret Chord Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Jacobs. The Secret Chord explores spirituality through the lens of great music, and we're sponsored by SuperJeweler.com, my favorite online fine jewelry destination. And without further ado, please enjoy this podcast. Hello all, and welcome to episode 30 of The Secret Chord podcast. There are now nine and a half hours of The Secret Chord available for your listening pleasure. And this week, I am delighted to speak about an amazing band that I discovered in the 90s, and they're called Soundgarden. So they were a rock band formed in Seattle, Washington in 1984 by singer and rhythm guitarist Chris Cornell and lead guitarist Kim Thiel, both of whom are the only members to appear on every single album. Soundgarden is one of the seminal creators of grunge, a style of alternative rock that developed in Seattle and was the first of a number of grunge bands to sign on to the record label Sub Pop. So what is grunge? Well, it fuses elements of both punk and heavy metal, featuring the distorted sound of the electric guitar used in both genres, although some bands performed more with an emphasis on one or the other. Grunge also incorporates influences from indie rock bands such as Sonic Youth and Big Black. Its lyrics are typically angst-filled and introspective, often addressing themes such as social, alienation, self-doubt, abuse, neglect, betrayal, social and emotional isolation, psychological trauma, and a desire for freedom. And while these may not seem like obvious spiritual themes, we'll soon see that they are. Soundgarden was the first grunge band assigned to a major label, That would be A&M Records back in 1989. Though they didn't achieve commercial success until they popularized the genre in the early 1990s with Seattle contemporaries Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, and Nirvana. Soundgarden achieved its biggest success with the 1994 album Super Unknown, which debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 and yielded the Grammy Award-winning singles Spoonman and the soon-to-be-discussed Black Hole Sun. Soundgarden has sold more than 10.5 million records in the United States and an estimated 25 million worldwide. VH1 ranks Soundgarden at number 14 in their 100 Greatest Artists of Hard Rock. Now, singer and rhythm guitarist Chris Cornell was the core of the band and its main muse. He was a complex person, as many highly creative types are. Though he suffered from depression, which would tragically contribute to him taking his own life almost three years ago, I believe that he was an intelligent and sensitive soul who, like most people, wanted to know the deeper aspects of reality. Oftentimes, this yearning founders on the hard rocks of our confusing temporal existence and produces internal conflict and angst. His music reflected both, the seeking and the pain. Here's a beautiful example of this yearning for hidden knowledge, released in September of 2015. This is Higher Truth by the great Chris Cornell. You can make somebody
0: cry
1: What a gorgeous song. And like many of his tunes, it has such a unique chord structure and melody. Musically, it almost seems like it's looking for something, trying to find a place to land. Chris's four octave range soars across it. He's not holding anything back. I believe he wants it, a higher truth, a spiritual truth. He writes, Come, let's sit in the sun. Feel the world spin around as the birds fly overhead. Can't you hear the waves? Can't you feel the rain as it falls upon your face? I want the truth, the higher truth. Maybe you and I one day will finally choose a higher truth. What truth is he referring to? The sun, the birds and the waves? Those things are just hints. The higher truth is beyond the natural world. But isn't it so hard to get there, to really understand? It's a great title, and, for many, it seems to me, reflects how we feel about and relate to that higher truth. It's not just unknown, it's super unknown. Interestingly, in Kabbalah, the highest attainable level of energy or consciousness is called the unknowable head. So there's a challenge. On the one hand, we need to strive for understanding, and on the other, we need to realize and accept that there are things that we will simply never fully understand. To live with this paradox is to live a spiritual truth. The main song I'd like to focus on today is less overt in its spiritual content, but it's there nonetheless. It's called Black Hole Sun and was released as the third single from the band's fourth album that we already mentioned, Super Unknown, back in 1994. It's arguably the band's most recognizable and most popular song and remains an iconic song of the 1990s. The song topped the Billboard mainstream rock tracks chart where it spent a total of seven weeks at number one. Explaining the origin of the tune, Chris said, I wrote it in my head driving home from Bear Creek Studio in Woodville, a 40-minute drive from Seattle. It sparked from something a news anchor said on TV, and I heard wrong. I heard, blah, 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 Black Hole Sun, blah, blah, blah. I thought that would make an amazing song title, but what would it sound like? It all came together, pretty much the whole arrangement, including the guitar solo that's played beneath the riff. I spent a lot of time spinning those melodies in my head so I wouldn't forget them. I got home and whistled it into a dictaphone. The next day, I brought it into the real world, assigning a couple of key changes in the verse to make the melodies more interesting. Then I wrote the lyrics, and that was similar, a stream of consciousness based on the feeling I got from the chorus and title. That does indeed sound like the true creative process at work, A stream of consciousness that draws down from one world to the other. i just disagree with him about which one is the real one. Their producer, Michael Bainhorn, said of the song, I think that for the rest of my life, until I draw my last breath, I'll never forget how I felt when they started playing that song. From the very first few notes, I felt like I'd been hit by a thunderbolt. I was just absolutely stunned. What in the world is this? I get goosebumps thinking about it now. Let's check it out. This is Black Hole Sun by The Great Soundgarden.
0: Won't you come wash with the rain black all the sun? Won't you come? Won't you come?
1: Wow, another amazing and gorgeous song. So folks, it's no secret that I'm proud of the fact that the world's greatest fine jewelry destination online is a major supporter of this podcast. And that week by week, I'm privileged to tell you about all that they offer. Well, I visited superjeweler.com today. And besides the great winter sale that they have on, I saw the perfect item for this podcast. Do you know that they offer a mystic topaz and diamond ring? If anyone would like to get that for me, or someone you love, we would majorly appreciate it. Go check that out, plus the thousands of other beautiful pieces that they have at SuperJeweler.com today. That's SuperJeweler.com. Millions of happy customers since 1999. So Chris was voted Rock's Greatest Singer by Readers of Guitar World. He was ranked number 9 on the list of Best Singers of All Time by Rolling Stone, and number 12 on MTV's 22 Greatest Voices in Music. He cited an interesting and diverse list of influences, including Paul McCartney, XTC, Susie and the Banshees, Ultravox, and Bauhaus, which may be where some of the non traditional sound and semi weird phrasing comes from. The dark, carnival like riffs in the opening certainly sound Beatlesque to me, like something that might be on Sgt. Pepper's. Black Hole Sun not only involves many kinds of open chords and several key changes in short sequences, but also unique melody phrases with large interval jumps. The overall effect is so pretty and haunting at the same time. By the way, the band had nothing to do with the official video content or production, which, in my humble opinion, is kind of silly and doesn't do justice to the song. In terms of the lyrics, Chris said... No one seems to get this, but Black Hole Sun is sad. But because the melody is really pretty, everyone thinks it's almost chipper, which is ridiculous. When asked about the line, times are gone for honest men, Chris said, it's really difficult for a person to create their own life and their own freedom. He wrote, In my eyes, indisposed, in disguises no one knows, hides the face, lies the snake, the sun is my disgrace. Stuttering, cold and damp, steal the warm wind-tired friend. Times are gone for honest men, and sometimes far too long for snakes. In my shoes a walking sleep, and my youth I pray to keep. Heaven sent hell away, no one sings like you anymore. Interesting lyrics. As you can hear, he mentions snakes twice. Plus, heaven and hell, prayer, and the struggle between good and evil. Sound familiar? One of the most interesting things about the biblical account of the garden Is that the walking and talking snake never seems to lie. He points out that there will be some desirable outcomes for eating of the fruit. Their eyes will be open and they will be as God, knowing good from bad. That would seem to imply that they didn't know it before, which would be absurd as God punished them for disobeying. That would be wrong if they didn't actually know the difference. Rather, the eating of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which is an awfully strange name for a tree, meant that they now incorporated a visceral sense of evil into their guts. From then on, they would be pulled in both directions, and they would both feel right at times. That was the challenge of the garden, and perhaps of Chris Cornell, and of all of us. The snake's motto was, if it feels good, it is. Why would God give us urges that were not good? The mistake was not realizing that the right thing to do sometimes is to oppose those natural urges, to fight against our nature and against nature itself. Adam and Eve lost this battle with the snake, and Chris lost his battle with his demons. Though to be clear, I'm not blaming him. Depression is a serious illness, and I don't suggest a simple moral failing. I don't know why the band chose to call itself Sound Garden, a name I just love, but I'd like to think that they were aware of this concept on some level, that there's a struggle in that garden, and that we should use music to explore and understand it. These are my thoughts on the great Sound Garden and their song, Black Hole Sun. As always, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, and we'll be back next week with episode 31 with more music and more ideas. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening. Please consider leaving a comment or a review to help us spread the word, and please subscribe to the podcast on any of the major podcasting platforms. To support us, please visit our Patreon accounts, and if you'd like to communicate with me directly, please feel free to email me at ajacobs at The Secret Chord is produced and engineered by Naora Cohen.